Hello, and welcome to one of the most anticipated episodes of How to Cry Monster. We are now in Chapter 27, Bigfoot. I am your host, Neil Nestor. And I'm your co-host, Giselle. And I'm your co-host, M. And I'm the guy behind the board. Hello. Yes. Our our resident Bigfoot. (laughs) Hey, man, listen. I'm very hairy. I'm pretty sure Joe and I could probably share shoes. Okay. Do you want strawberry Crocs? I would love strawberry Crocs. (laughs) Forget strawberry dress. Strawberry Crocs are in now. (laughs) Are they in attack mode or defense mode? Oh, no. They're in leisure mode. Okay, good. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Although I should put them into sports mode since we're talking business today. True. Never know when we're going to need to run out of here. So, y'all, I don't know exactly, um, like, okay. I know a lot about the different lores of Bigfoot, and I've read mm-hmm. about. I mean, I've 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 spent years reading about all the different um, like uh, lore and the tales that the Native American tribes have told of um, Bigfoot-like creatures, mm-hmm. and they all have different names. And um, like, I, I want to know like what you guys think. Like, first of all, like first straight off the bat, real? Not. What do not. you think? Not. I don't think he's real. Why that, Why so? Because there's so many different scientific explanations for it, as well as the fact that, uh, don't mean to drop a truth bomb on you, it's 2021. Furries exist. <laughs> Fursuits exist. It's true. I'm just saying, like, Em was talking about this earlier. If you yeah. put a map of Bigfoot sightings and a map of locations where registered furries live. Oh. <laughs> you mean like where people have recorded that they have fursuits? Yeah, exactly. The maps are nearly identical. They are. 100% Bigfoot is just some furry being like, you know what? I want to be famous today. How am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? Bigfoot is just someone's fursona. I know a guy wow. who turned himself into a deer and then got shot. Huh? What? Did you hear about that story? He, no. Like, he became a deer and he got like antlers like surgically implanted uh, in his skull and everything. And then he like uh, got tattooed like like a deer. And then he ran out in the woods and someone shot him because they thought he was a deer. What? Oh, well, he became he became deer and died like deer. Good for him. Good for him. You know, yeah. live so, your life, my friends. So what, what do you think, Em? Um, I think yes and no. Like, yes. They're, like It's not saying that these sightings are fake or anything, but no to the fact that it's something unknown. I'm thinking that it's probably something that we do know, but mm-hmm. we just haven't been able to get a good enough look to see what it is. Right. Like, I'm not thinking it's some sort of, like, missing link thing, but, like, there's definitely an explanation to it. There's probably multiple. So what do you think, Joe? Uh, as bad of an answer as is, I just think there's some truth to it. Mm-hmm. There just has there's like across so many cultures. Yeah. If it was just an isolated incident in North America, it'd be, they'd be like, "All right, just another American weirdo, <laughs> just just taught up in the swamp again." Yep. But the fact that it extends beyond different continents, yep, beyond different cultures, I feel like there's got to be something. There just has to be something. There, you know, like um, from what I understand about the different uh, Bigfoot tales and stories. Um, I mean, you got Bigfoot all over the world. You know, we t- we had the episode on the Yeti. And um, in that episode, there's a bunch of different things that could have been considered the Yeti at the time. You know, like a, like a big bear. And same thing with, like, Bigfoot. You know, like, people could mistake a bear on its hind legs. But 
Um, there are people who um, refute that by saying that, like, you would know if it's a bear on its hind legs. Yeah. So one of the first recorded sightings of Bigfoot was no was on November fifth, eighteen seventy, in California, where it was like the Butte Record or something. I got this from like a whole website of people posting like their Bigfoot sightings and sh- stuff. Um, <laughs> um, it was like a male gorilla or wide man, wide man about five feet high and like disproportionately me. broad. That sounds like me. Covered in covered with dark cinnamon colored hair which whistled and played with burning sticks from a hunter's campfire oh that's just later later the man saw a female join it the story contains references to several reports citing similar creatures and like it was on this whole like bigfoot forum website that i found that quote interesting what do you guys think about that i actually i uh have heard of like female Bigfoot figures. Interesting. Specifically coming from the 50s. I have my book here. You can't see it. I just have it. It's The Hunting Monsters, the Cryptozoology book by a guy named Nash. And there's a whole chapter, the Bigfoot, because, you know, it's Bigfoot. Yeah. And there's <laughs> these drawings, there's these depictions of ape-like creatures with definite um, breasts, you know? And those were, those were the ones <laughs> that were defined it looks like, like someone put a monkey head on like a yeah. barbie doll body right? yeah that's what it looks like but <laughs> there's probably like i guess it would make sense there's not just one there'd be a whole species of sketch watch sass watch sketch watch so yeah interesting i mean that seems um possible i mean if they're um i mean how frequent the sightings are um and how many people have seen um bigfoot um, it would obviously, I mean, everyone could possibly draw the conclusion that there's more than one. Because, um, I mean, one of the main issues, though, when thinking about Bigfoot is, uh, like, people have always argued, like, well, we haven't found any, like, bones. You know, we haven't found any remains of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some people have come across things in the woods where they're like, we think we found, like, a Bigfoot burial ground, like a Bigfoot cemetery. And every single time, like, they try going near it, like, they hear knocking on, like, the trees, and they hear, like, howling and stuff, and then they're too scared to do anything about it because then giant rocks get thrown at them, and they can't go near it. So there's these, there's places like that. And, um, I don't know, to be honest, if, like, um, some of that is staged, could be, 100%. This could be, like, um, just people just trying to, you know, you know, forward some enter- some form of entertainment, you know? It could be guerrilla marketing. Oh. Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I um, think I'm going to have to leave this episode early, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's actually one of the biggest explanations for Bigfoot. They're like, oh, it's just like an escape monkey or something. An escape monkey. It, but, like, the biggest thing is that monkeys are quadrupeds. They go on all fours. Like, yes, there are times when they'll be bipedal, but a majority of the time they are on all fours. That's right. But the biggest thing about Bigfoot is that he's bipedal, just walking like a man. So, like, that's the biggest mm-hmm. controversy and reasoning why it couldn't be a monkey. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like you've only seen it for, like, limited time. Exactly. I was going to mention that I'm pretty sure anyone who has a pet or who knows someone really stupid knows if someone hurts, like, one of their legs or, in a pet's case, one of, you know, their four paws, they won't favor that. They're going to, like, limp around and not have it touch the ground as often as possible. So that way, like, it can heal or set. Because if they start walking on it, 
it just hurts even more. Right. And if you have these limited time spans where you see Bigfoot, allegedly, for maybe 15 seconds at a time, who's to say that it wasn't just, like, a monkey or a primate who maybe had a hurt arm or something, you know, maybe, and he was just trying to get away as quickly as possible because he couldn't afford to limp on all three. Right, right. The most When you think of Bigfoot, I'm sure you're thinking of the most famous footage of him just walking in the woods and he just looks at the camera. Yep. What that is called is that's called the Patterson Bigfoot film footage. Mm-hmm. It was taken in October of 67, 1967. Yeah. And the thing is with that, those stills and like the whole video itself, Bigfoot has the proportions of a man. Yeah. yeah. Apes don't. Mm-hmm. Apes have longer arms and shorter legs. Well, this is just a this looks like a dude in a suit. Yeah. That, that's what I have to say about the Patterson. Wait, can I see the picture in the book There you again? go. Oh, no, that totally looks like a dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I remember, um, I, I mean, not to, like, entirely refute that, but I remember I, I watched um, some interesting documentaries about Bigfoot, and they had some, um, uh, I believe they're called an- anthropologists that study, like, human anatomy yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they were looking at it, and they said that... Um, if this was a person in a suit, there's no way they could pull off this type of gait because of the way their arms are swinging. And they were talking about how the arms were too long to be human and that the way that they were walking, it was just like... Um, too wide of a step. Too wide of a step. And the... Um, I mean, a characteristic of Bigfoot, not necessarily something that can't be faked, but there's no arch in the footprints. Mm-hmm. So it's a flat, it's flat-footed. Might I present something to counteract that argument? Yes. Circus circus performers often wear stilts to walk around. So who's to say that they couldn't have just some arm extensions and some stilts and just go on their merry way? Also, and they build the bottom of their stilts to be shaped like footprints. Yeah. Also, I'm, I was looking at the picture again. Like, I was awkwardly asking Joe to show me the picture again. Because I do a lot of art stuff, and like obviously I have to do proportions on bodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the arms, and they're pretty proper proportion to me. Like they look about right. Like they're supposed to line up with like just below the hip, mm-hmm. and they seem to line up just below the hip of that creature. So they don't look too long. It's probably the way that it's walking. Mm-hmm. It looks like as if someone is taking like extra long steps, like being like very consciously aware to take a wider gait because the legs are kind of like bent a little bit more like unnaturally than a person would normally walk. Right. Mm-hmm. That footage is suspect to a lot of, of scrutiny, specifically because of the guy, Patterson, the guy that filmed it. He was like, at first when it came out, he was like, oh my God, it's real. We, we saw this thing in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then later he was like, ah, we faked it. But then on his deathbed, he was like, it was real all along. Oh, so it's another, so, like, Loch Ness monster yeah, it's, situation. Yeah, it's one he flip-flops all the time. Huh. Well, not anymore, because he's anymore. apparently dead. Not anymore, yeah, he's <laughs> six feet under. He might be rolling in his grave, though. Okay. Maybe. Cool. Mm. Just hearing us debate this thing. That's true. I imagine it must have been, like, frustrating to be... If it was real. I'm not saying that it is. If it was real. To have this footage come out and be like, Guys, I don't know what's going on here, but something is alive that is not right. And right. people are like, you faked it. You faked it. For the remaining of your lifetime, eventually you'd be like, sure, I faked it. Stop sending like me harassment. Stop calling me an idiot. It's faked. Woo, you won. But then on your deathbed, if you like reveal like, actually, 
it's real you guys are just not ready to accept that that's gonna cause some like shockwaves but at the same time why wouldn't he have like i guess tried to follow it or called some authority when he captured that footage and be like hey i just saw this can you guys like try and find this thing i don't know too much about what happened immediately after but i do know that um during that time I, f I feel like, I mean, anything is possible with regards to how the footage um, was made or gotten, I should say. So like, if hypothetically, let's say he's telling the truth, he got footage of something that he did not plan or that he had no connection to. Like this could have been someone just messing around and they had, and they made like a fursuit. For all we know, they could have been like, wasn't it in California? Let's see. Uh, stall while I look this up, please. Okay. <laughs> um, well, fun fact, it could actually be a person because the tallest man recorded is 8 foot 11. And the only reason I know that is because of the tall Resident Evil lady being 9 foot 6. <laughs> you know what? That's a good reason to know that fact. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is Bluff Creek in Northern California. And how close do you think that is to Hollywood? I was uh, about to say Hollywood's like mm. gotta be a hop and a skip away. Oh, probably not far. Okay. Also, it's like the the West has always been like somewhat mysterious. Mm -hmm. Like you can look at like the fact that it was like undiscovered for many years, even after like America was founded, like the United States was founded, as well as like other things taking interest in the West, as in like a source of weirdness, like Gravity Falls, and like the whole Mystery Shack is based off of an actual sideshow attract, not sideshow, road stop attraction nice. called I forgot what it's called, but it's based off of an actual like attraction where it's like gravity doesn't work right. Oh, that place. Yeah. Yeah. That could be an, its own episode. Yeah. But, like, the whole thing is, like, there's always been this fascination with the weird and unknown in, like, the West. Mm, yeah. It's because of the gold rush and everybody came and, like, yo, yeah. there's gold in them, there hills. Everybody came over and it was obviously much less discovered than the East Coast because that's, you know, the pond where all them Brits yeah. came from. And it's also, like, another reason why it would be, like, so interesting to find something new and why Bigfoot would become such a big thing. Because these people had no idea what was there to begin with. Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, I think I saw this thing that was huge in the woods. Mm -hmm. So, like, anything was game fair game there. Yeah. Joe, did you say it was Bush Creek or Brush or Brush Creek? It was Bluff. 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 Sorry if I mispronounced. Oh, that's okay. And Are it we says, going to be calling Patterson's Bluff today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of interesting that it's called <laughs> Bluff Creek. Uh, yeah, and it says here that there have been large footprints documented ever since 1958, uh, almost a full decade before the footage was shot. Interesting. Yeah, that could also be a, a Bluff Creek. But, you know. I was just thinking... It's the woods. I'm pretty sure there's at least got to be like one hermit out there who's like, you know what, guys, leave me alone. I don't want anyone of you hunters coming within 50 miles. Hunter comes up and he's like, well, you're puny and everything. You can't stop me. Who's to say that like some guy in the woods and like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being pushed around by these hunters and everything. I'm going to defend my territory by making up this thing. Be like, oh, be careful hunting. There's this giant creature that lives in the woods. Here, there's a footprint. Don't ask why it's not shaped like a foot. It's just kind of like a weird uh, trapezoid shape. Totally not dug out by a shovel. Totally not. <laughs> no. Okay, so I did just do a little distance thing here. So, um, 
Okay, the distance between Bluff Creek and Hollywood is very, very, very wide. But they are 676 miles away from each other. So what Almost I, a cursed number. What Almost. I was what I was going to oh I know right. I was going to suggest that maybe like it was um they were like testing out like um like a, a suit that they were going to use in like a like some sort of horror movie or sci-fi movie or something because mm-hmm. I know that they're probably I can't remember what movies were coming out around that time but I know that like some popular movies um older movies that used um fur suits like that you know you had like Wolfman you had like different versions of Wolfman you had um more famously the the time machine mm. um so they would have fursuits around for that yeah so i just typed it up on my laptop if you heard clickety clacking on the audio i'm sorry um but the wolfman movie the original one mm-hmm. the horror movie came out in december 9th of 1941 so they were there would have been fursuits for that film yeah oh, at that, around that time oh they definitely would have what about the time machine because I know that one they used... The Time Machine? Yeah, it's literally just called The Time Machine. The film is just called The Time Machine. And it's a oldie. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1960. Whoa. Seven years apart. From How that. about that, huh? Interesting. What are you going to do with the fursuit afterwards? You're going to have <laughs> some fun with your buddies over Bluff Creek, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of interesting, I'd say. I mean, with regards to that footage... um. I don't know whether or not it's real or fake because it's not like it's something that was taken today. You know, there's not much investigating we can really do. Like, I mean, they've done everything that they can with regards to, like, trying to do DNA and, like, casting the footprints. And I remember they had, like, this whole investigation. But I can't remember if they actually even yielded anything from it or not. Oh, I had just seen this. I forgot where. There was an FBI investigation apparently into Bigfoot. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, years ago. Did and he steal some drugs? No. <laughs> but this guy had brought in, like, fur samples to the FBI. Right. And, like, he was 93 at the time that it was, that this whole, I think it was 2019 at the time that this article was written. And this guy is now 20, or now 93. I'm sorry, I'm oh, getting my numbers all mixed up. He's an oldie. He's an oldie, yeah. And he's, like, and, like, finally, like, he came back out and was, like, I don't remember the FBI ever telling me it was deer fur. Mm. It was two different samples that he gave them. And then he's like, I don't remember them ever getting back to me. And then they consulted an FBI agent in that interview. And they're like, hey, you might not, not want to spread around the fact that this is deer hair. To be like, and it just seems really shady that the guy was like, I don't remember them ever telling me that they found out that it was just deer hair. Mm. And them like claiming it to be so now. Well, you know, he's 93. He might not remember a lot of things. That's also true. He owes Betty White a dance. There was, there was a, he owes Peggy Carter a dance. Hey, there was a movie that was um, sort of based off of that story. Um, kind of funny, though. It was, of course, like a fiction, more fictional rendition. And it was kind of funny because it was called The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then the Bigfoot. <laughs> I've mentioned that on, like, an episode of Razzle Dazzle. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. such a... Such a bad fun. movie, it's but so, it's so hilarious. It's, but like the reason, what, what what I thought was interesting was like why he had to kill Bigfoot in that movie. He had to hunt it down and kill it was because it was carrying a pathogen, and it like if it reached human populations, it was gonna like start wiping out everything because mm-hmm. it was it was a 
um, I dare I say like a missing link. So he was like from a different um, genus. Oh, so there's a theory that Bigfoot is actually um, a sort of descendant of the Neanderthals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I could very much see that. There's a, um, I can't remember the name of the type of, um, it's in the genus Homo. I can't remember what it was, but it was bigger and it was like the the one thing that like they kept uh, saying was like the closest thing they could say to like being Bigfoot because it was like it had flat feet and it was tall, it was hairy, and um, and it was just like and it did exist in these areas, you know, and they wouldn't put it past it if there was a population of them still alive and around. Although, I mean, it would be pretty hard for us not to find them. Except um, one of the chief things that they keep bringing up about it is that they think that there's a population in Alaska. Ooh. You know what? I can see that. Alaska is pure wilderness. If you were to, like, run away and live your life in the wilderness, Alaska would be the best place to not get caught. Because either you would die from the weather or the people looking for you would die from the weather. (laughs) 10,000 people have gone missing in Alaska's wilderness. Wow. So some people um, say that it's because of all the paranormal stuff that goes on over there. Some people think that um, Bigfoot's doing it. They think that, like, there's aliens. There's a whole bunch of theories about, like, the Alaskan Triangle, they call it. It's one of the vile vortices that's similar to the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, I remember mentioning, or you mentioned that on the UFO episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Very so, long time ago. And um, it kind of ties into one of the in- more interesting and more, like, crackhead-like theories of Bigfoot. We're going to get wild here, folks. Oh, I have a wild one. So, going. okay. So, here's, my, here's, one. here's one of my wild theories. Here's one of my wild theories. Um, this is not one that I'm, like, 100% on, but it's kind of interesting. So, people think that Bigfoot is an alien. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So the okay. reason, so the reason they haven't found any like remains is because he is an extraterrestrial and he's from another planet, mm. and they think that they're here doing like some sort of reconnaissance, and um, it, it's kind of interesting because they also think that like the reason they think um, when I say they I mean like the people who are like coming up with these theories, but there's another sub theory that kind of goes along with it. And it's won by some of the Native Americans. So it kind of has a more spiritual aspect of it, though. They think that Bigfoot is more so a type of spirit or a type of um, being that can um, make himself visible only to those that he wants to be seen by. Okay. So they see him as a force of nature. Mm. So um, in that sense, there was another theory that combined both of those. And they say, oh, he has space-time abilities and he can, like, travel through wormholes. He's Doctor Who. Maybe he's just a giant fuzzy chameleon who can just kind of blend in. Maybe he's, like, Mystique. Maybe. Or... But I did have a really... This is... This makes your quote-unquote crackhead theory look so much more sane than mine. Oh, no. I... I'm scared. I was online. Oh, no. Like... A few weeks ago, before I even knew we were doing the Bigfoot theory. She was online, folks. And I found the hilarious theory that I am now sticking with, Flat Bigfoot. 
What? Flat Bigfoot. He's a 2D character. Exactly. <gasps> he turns 90 degrees and boom, <laughs> completely out of eyesight. You'll never Whoa. find him. He paper Mario'd our asses. You literally oh think about it. That would make so much sense. Oh, we can't find any Bigfoot bones? He doesn't have bones. Okay. Bruh. I'm um, sure the people that came up with this love he's framed an, Roger Rabbit. He's yeah. A, he's an extra dimensional. Um, extra dimensional. <laughs> he's an animation brought to life by Black Magic. Honestly. He's but a, and the Ink Machine so fans, funny. anyone? He's an image. <laughs> I, wow. The flat Bigfoot theory is my new favorite theory I have, for I have Bigfoot. A, I, I have a. I have a. I have a something. Okay. So, um. On the on the Native American lore side of it, I know that there's a bunch of tribes uh, that have their their own versions of it because they have their own like versions of the Bigfoot and like what powers what powers he has. I can't remember which um ones um did what, but I know that um they had a few ones. There's the fire ape, there's the midnight whistler, there's oh. the swamp ape, there's um the skunk ape, which is basically the same thing as the swamp ape. Mm-hmm. Then you have the um, Stonish Giant and the um, the Lightning Man and the Thunder Brothers. Oh, and that sounds like a cool band name, Lightning Man and the so Thunder Brothers. <laughs> they or, have, or there's like, like this whole whistling. plethora. Oh, oh, and the Grass Man and the Wild Man. So they have like this whole thing of like, it's like this network of like Bigfoot. And um, so... Some of the interesting stories about them, like the lore, like the fire ape is one of the most interesting ones because it explains how humans got fire. Whoa. So for the tribe that came up with that, they were, um, oh, oh, I didn't even tell you about the Cherokee devil. I'll get to him in like a minute. So the fire ape, um, the fire apes, there were three of them. They kept like a fire. They kept fire and they kept it away from humans. That was like their power. You know, they could use fire and stuff. And mm-hmm. however, one day a um, a woman from one of the villages came while uh, two of the other um, apes were away, and um, one of them was sleeping, and she was supposed to protect the fire. So the woman comes up and she takes the torch and she takes the fire, and that's how she brought fire to her tribe. This sounds very familiar to like the Pandora's box yeah, story. Yeah, Prometheus again. Prometheus. There we go. That's what it was, not Pandora's box. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so, it, like, on that, and it's kind of funny to tie this in, but, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer, but it, in it, Kong wields an axe, and what's funny is that the Lightning Man version of Bigfoot mm-hmm. wields a thunder axe. Whoa. So, oh, I think that they got inspired by that. I like and, that. Um, now the most interesting of all of them is the Cherokee Devil. This is a big white Bigfoot with red eyes that like puts you under like a genjutsu when he looks at you basically, and he puts you in a trance. Now people have often said that this type of Bigfoot is a form of skinwalker. I was gonna say it sounds kind of vaguely related to Mothman in some way. You know, glowing red eyes, ability to hypnotize. Mm-hmm. They say that the Cherokee Devil is um like one of the most dangerous of all because um you would be put under a trance without even knowing it yikes and you could wake up in the forest 
Oh. Like like you were sleeping in your bed and then you just wake up in the forest. Like you'll wake up in like a like you were and you're you're just like there and you don't know how you got there and they say that that's how he like manipulates you and he makes you do things and stuff and Although, like, an argument for that could just be sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you watch that one lady on TikTok who will trigger her sleepwalking episodes, it's almost as if someone's controlling her or, like, talking to her and stuff that whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's usually triggered by, like, the kinds of foods that you eat. So, like, mm-hmm. it could have been, like, someone ate something fermented or, like, something that just doesn't agree with their system. I, I remember there was a story... It ended up like that. I, I know a couple chilling stories about the Cherokee Devil. One of them was, um... This guy, um, he felt like he had like a fever dream. Basically, he was like naked and he remembered that there were like two other people like in the same place and they were like being tortured. And the Cherokee, he saw like the devil just like sitting there like watching and stuff, but they were doing it to themselves. Like they were like scratching themselves and like. Oh my God. So um, it was very nightmarish. Sounds like that severe. Definitely and does so sound like a nightmare. Kind of sounds like. Some of the symptoms kind of sound like symptoms of mental illnesses that and might not paralysis. have been, yeah, that might not have been diagnosed or known at the time. Indeed. Now, the the most skinwalker of all of them is the Ravenmocker because that one for sure can turn into um, an old woman, and they say that that is one of the abilities of a skinwalker is uh, it's a witch, you know, it's a type of witch that mm-hmm. can turn into. Uh, whatever she wants to and some say that it turns into like this bigfoot like creature for power and stuff and so wouldn't it take power to turn into a being of greater power probably but it's just that in her tip in her normal form she just doesn't like it's almost like she um she uses her normal form for luring and uses the other form for you know like hansel and gretel so yeah the um it's just something interesting, like with like the lore of these different types of Bigfoot, and um, like I'm curious. Do you guys have any like other weird theories? Well, I mean, you brought up the skunk ape, and if you don't know what that is, that's basically Bigfoot, but in Florida. Yeah. In which there was a famous <laughs> photo taken by this guy, and I met this guy. I met him in person. Mm-hmm. He seems nice, but when I asked him about it, he just kind of, yeah, I just was out in the woods one day, took a picture. There's a monkey. A That's monkey? it. Yeah. So he just admitted, like, oh, well, it's probably a monkey. They don't live in Florida. That's true. So oh. it's still a rare yeah. thing. I just saw this thing outside. I took a picture. Hmm. You know, he's nice, nice guy. Lives okay. over by Everglades City. Mm-hmm. There's this nice. whole, like, little museum to it in the middle of nowhere. It's so cool. That's so cool. cool. Um, to offer a more realistic possibility, <laughs> I know Flat, flat Bigfoot flat and Bigfoot. Native American lore is so interesting. I mean, flat Bigfoot but... is just the antithesis to thick Bigfoot. <laughs> no! Thickfoot. Thickfoot. <laughs> to offer a more real... Anyways, to offer a more realistic explanation, um, have you guys heard of the Wolfman? Mm-hmm. The man who just had, like, hair all over his body. Well, that is called the werewolf gene in layman's terms, or called hypertrichosis. It's a condition where individuals sprout thick hair all over their body, similar to the hair that grows on your head. So it easily makes someone look like a monster or something. And it's a recessive gene, which is why you don't see it as often. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on chromosome XQ24-27. I don't know if that means 24 to 27 or if that's just the specific telomere or whatever. Um, but the effect 
which also has to do with your whole thing with seeing female Bigfoots. A mother, ha- an affected mother, has a fifty percent chance of passing it down to her offspring. Mm. So, like, if you have it, and like you definitely have it, it's more likely that your kids are gonna have it. Yeah. Oh. And when people don't understand these types of, like, I, for lack of a better word, I'm gonna say disease or condition or, or ailment, mm-hmm. they're just gonna like be, oh, that person's all hairy. They're a freak. Let's shun them from society. And that's how these things start. You know, the plot to Greatest Showman. So, you Jackman, we'll see Bigfoot. That, I'd be down. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of those are interesting theories. I like that one. And um, to me, I feel like the most plausible is that it is a lost tribe of like uh, Homo Neanderthalis um, or Neanderthalensis, I think it's called, or um, Homo erectus. And. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, Giselle. <laughs> so, the those types of um, you know primates like um, us, like they coexisted with us. You know, all the other ones we know are like long extinct for sure. But you know, science um, and you know explorers they discover new things every day that like we didn't even know existed or we thought were long extinct. So it's entirely po- it's a it's an entire possibility that something like this could exist out there but i do not think however that they're responsible for most of the sightings in north america i do think that some of this um bigfoot hysteria was started by moonshiners trying to get people um you know away from their property you know trying to prevent (laughs) them like this was during like the prohibition you know, oh, yeah. and they started mm-hmm. like telling people like, "Oh, don't go out there." You know, Bigfoot's gonna get you. Or, like, there's a monster out there, a wild man, and like, um, you know, prevent people from going out there discovering. You know, they're moonshining, and so I just think that overall, that that could that to me is the most plausible theory is that if there is, I don't think it's responsible for all of them, but if anywhere, I think Alaska. I think Alaska for sure. True. Because there are like tribes in the world. Um, of, of just homo sapiens that have not really been interacted with or discovered inherently hard to find you know some in the um, I remember there was one in South America and I can't remember which uh, rainforest might be Amazon but there was one it was like really small close-knit group of people that no one had ever seen before and I remember one day like they had caught them on camera on like a helicopter like and that was the only time they'd ever been seen so if um people definitely can just disappear you know and what whatever the case it is uh, i'm sure we'll find out what it is soon and then if not for some reason it's probably an extraterrestrial (laughs) so um Um, i think that it's most like i do like the tribe theory but i'm gonna think that it's some but i'm gonna like add to it i'm gonna think that they're gonna have like that gene Mm -hmm. like maybe they sected themselves off from the rest of humanity at one point like because we've seen it in multiple cultures where they decide to cut themselves off like some aspects of mormonism and um i'm forgetting the other one oh my god it begins paganism no wiccans Uh, amish amish oh yeah the amish oh yeah (laughs) where it's selective um technology it's like selective isolation Yeah, yeah yeah I mean, like, it could be a scenario where they just selectively chose to be isolated and don't want to be exposed to any of this stuff. They would have had to have done that really early on for us not to really know if that's, like, um, Which is 100% possible. Mm-hmm. What do you think? 
I'm thinking it makes possible for a tribe a long time ago that separated themselves in Alaska, I'm talking like hundreds of years ago, maybe thousands, to evolve into something that would let them survive the cold winters up there. Mm -hmm. And Canada is right next door, which also helps with some of the Canadian myths too. Yep. And California is just like a hop and a skip through Washington and Oregon. Indeed. So 100%, I think that there might be some scientific backing on this. Mostly, I think it's just a guy in a fursuit wanting to have some fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I mean, either way, if it's a real being and a real type of being that developed and evolved to withstand the weather, or if it's a guy in this giant fursuit, looks like they're both well equipped to deal with winter. Yeah, it's true. Very true. I um, I think it's gonna go either way. Uh, mo the evidence is pointing that he's fake, but I wouldn't be too surprised if he's like real. But what I can't get out of my head is how much of this cryptid in particular has had a positive impact on society. Because mm -hmm. when you think about kids, and then they see this Patterson footage, and they'd be like, I'm going to figure out what this guy is. And then they become biologists. And then they grow out <laughs> of that phase, and, yeah, and then they make vaccines and stuff. You can and look at it that way. <laughs> go into the scientific community, Very all because true. of a guy in a fursuit. Also, you get great movies like Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And the guy who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Best best thing that could ever happen yep. for mankind. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like, and then you end up with like stop motion stuff like the missing link. Also with Hugh Jackman. Wow, he's yeah. everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. And Jackman's Bigfoot. So oh confirmed. Oh my god, he's literally the Wolverine. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Alright. Well, now that we have come to our conclusion. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Have you Bigfoot, seen those guys. sideburns? Yeah. Facts. So with that, I would like to say, don't forget to um, check out our Instagram at How to Crime Monster. And I am Neil Nestor. I'm Giselle. I'm M. I'm Bigfoot. I'm Joe. I'm Joe. <laughs> I'm Joe. <laughs>